HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour at Charleston Wine and Food 2022. It's our very first episode of the day. I'm Katie Mosman-Wadler, and I'm here with my co-host, Liza Hamm. Hi, Liza. Hello. And so happy to be here. Thank you. Me too. It's sunny. It's breezy. We're on the water for the first time at Charleston's Culinary Village. And today we are coming at you live all day. You can see the full schedule on our homepage, heritageradionetwork.org. And I'm so pleased to introduce our very first guest of Charleston Wine and Food 22, Chef Manit Chohan. Welcome, Manit. Woohoo! Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for coming. Thanks for coming early. Oh my God, absolutely. Um, Manit was just uh, named on Open Table one of the 20 most influential female chefs and restaurateurs right now. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I still get goosebumps. I'm like, wow. It's so well deserved. We think you're amazing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So let's start by talking about Charleston. How great is it to be back here? Oh my God. Charleston. You know, every time I land in Charleston, I just, there's something that makes me feel so happy. Uh, From the people to the food scene to it's almost like especially the Charleston Wine and Food Festival it's a reunion it seems like that's the only time we all meet right yes every year though we need to correct that (laughs) we need to (laughs) what have you been doing for the festival so far you've already been busy yes absolutely so yesterday we did this incredible dinner at Malika um, with chef uh, Mariam we did um it was a salam namaste, so across the border, she's a Pakistani chef, I'm an Indian chef, and we just did this incredible dinner, which was delicious, uh, and I, I, my, I think it was sold out two days after the show, I mean, the program went yeah. up, so it was really, really popular, and then uh, this afternoon, I have a book signing at uh, 1.30, and then a demo after that, so I'm really excited about that. Um, we can all be so lucky to have your energy levels to do all of these things. <laughs> a lot of caffeine. You have a lot of travel coming up this month, and you are on fire already. Uh, this is amazing. So um, can you just, since you talked about the dinner, tell us maybe your favorite. I, don't pick a favorite. Just a, a really good bite that you had at the dinner with you, you know, Chef Miriam. It was, oh, Chef Miriam's, uh, like, delicious food. She made a Nehari, which is the slow-braised uh, short rib. Uh, delicious, like spicy and flavorful. Uh, so that was amazing. And um, 
I did a beetroot chaat. So we did, mm. you know, tricolor beet and it was beautiful uh, with chickpea pearls on it. So it, it was overall, it was delicious. Is there anyone you're really excited to see here to run into that you haven't seen in a while? You guys, uh, I haven't seen you in us. such a long time. <laughs> I think everybody, because it, it almost is a reunion because, I mean, you know, skipping a year, you're like, okay, what's going on? Um, but now just... It's like you walk in and you're like, oh my God, and hugging everybody. That connection of the, you know, hospitality industry, I think we were missing that. So I'm like so grateful that we can do this again. Absolutely. Yeah, never take this for granted. Yeah. So true. I feel like we've traveled through time to yes. be here. It was yes. like I got off the plane and it was like another world. This yeah. was the, so Charleston Food and Wine 2020 was the last thing most of us did. Yes. Before the world changed. Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit what were the last two years for you like professionally and personally? You know, I mean, um, it like anybody in this industry, it was it was really difficult. I still remember I had just returned from Charleston, um, you know, uh, Wine and Food Festival, and uh, we ha we were hearing murmurs at that time, and um, I think it was March 16th, 17th, when the whole world stopped, and it was crazy because every day we would be planning that okay, this is what is going, this is what is going to be our plan of attack. Like okay, let's put signs of washing hands for 20 minutes, A B C D. Like you know, we were doing all of that. But then everything just stopped. And um, we had to lay off 250 people. And oh it was gosh. like, especially for my husband, Vivek and me, we spent our entire life reaching over here and just, it, it's all gone. Um, and uh, that did result, like both of us that day when we were going home in the car, didn't speak to each other, went home. Uh, I grabbed a bottle of wine and my pillow, went to my closet, cried. Oh. And then I'm like, okay done out of my system now how am I going to get each and every person back and that's what that, that's what it was um I I also started doing a lot of these like uh, IGTV or reels so that um in my mind I was like I am going to try to spread whatever joy I can because it, it, everything was so uncertain um uh, at terms of uh, personally uh, you know at home got to spend a lot more time with the kids and let me tell you, I have so much respect for all the teachers out there. If I don't have to do another math problem in my life again, I'll be happy. Yes. <laughs> it's a useful refresher, though, right? It surely comes into play in the hospitality industry. Sure. <laughs> you look like you had so much fun doing that. Sure. Um, you, but you took on a lot of new jobs in addition to keeping all the jobs that you had before. Absolutely. This time. Absolutely. Um, and tell us about Hospitality Strong. You know, so we have a brewery in, um, you know, south of Nashville in Murfreesboro. It's on 83 acres of land. And we started figuring out how are we going to help. And one of the biggest things that we were like, we realized that the hospitality, uh, you know, industry was really, really hurting. So um, we started uh, Hospitality Strong, which was a percentage of the beer sales which, by the way, during COVID really went up. Just, just saying that we created a, bra uh, a label called Social Distance, and uh, a percentage of that went towards hospitality workers. Uh, but we also started working with a lot of uh, at the restaurants. We started working with a lot of other um, companies, like large food vendors, who there was so much stuff which was going to go waste. So literally, there was a day that we had 550 pallets of 
fresh fruits and vegetables which showed up at our um, parking lot. We put it out over there and had people from all over the hospitality industry in Nashville, come on over, help yourself. Like, to me, one of the biggest things that I thought was that nobody in the food industry should go hungry. And that was something mm. which I was most worried about. And I kept on telling people, listen, th there is no shame. Just call me and we'll, we'll take care of, you know, all of that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just talked about injecting joy during this time. And I have been watching your reels with so <laughs> much joy. They have brightened so many of my very dull weeks Aww. over this long two years. Thank um, you. I, I, we're going to get back into more questions about the hospitality industry and, and lifting people up, but, but just this flash of like bright color and your glam <laughs> stories and all of this, how did that come together? How did you start doing that? And honestly, how did you learn how to do this technology, which is still to me like such an opaque system? I still don't know how to do technology. <laughs> you just, uh, you know, my philosophy in life has always been, uh, you know, jump in the deep end and you'll figure out how to swim, which is basically what I've done. I mean, uh, I look at I look at some of my reels uh, or some of my IGTV, and they are so badly produced. But I do think that there is a charm in that because, especially with my social media, I do all of it myself because uh, that's the way I connect with people, and um, and that's what I did. Like you know, it was crazy because, especially even with you know Food Network and stuff. Uh, we were doing a lot of production from home. Mm -hmm. We would, you know, open the door and there would be a big FedEx box and you would open it and then there would be a tech call and they would have us set up everything and then we would do it in the kitchen. And I can't tell you how much appreciation I have for, you know, the camera guys, the sound guys, the, you know, uh, the culinary crew, like everybody. It's so important. Lighting you realize how important everybody's job is to make a show flawless. Mm -hmm. And doing it all by yourself, I'm like, oh, God, no. But it was fun. Yeah. And did you, did you follow anybody's reels? Or, like, what brought you joy during this time when you needed a little bit of a break? Oh, um, you know, <laughs> my, my son uh, got us into um, Marvel right during covid okay. i think we know more about marvel than we ever wanted to know about the mcu uh it is crazy that's what our conversations are right now um who's your favorite superhero now uh it it changes uh, my favorite superhero is called karma who is my son um but it is um yeah, it's it's just karma is your son's name yes, as well. Yes, karma is my son's name, and <laughs> it is just it, it it's amazing. Um, but also, like I would just go ahead and connect with people, just go and search. Uh, what I really loved was all the street food, you know, reels that you would see, and I'm like. I'm missing that. I, I want to get back and just do the street food thing again. Yes. I, I just am laughing because right when you started talking about Marvel, we had this big drum beat behind us I know. that started. So I, I like, think the superheroes are coming around the corner in just a second here. <laughs> Talk about thought arriving. Last week when I was flying to uh, Sobe, we just took off and a lightning hit our plane. What? Yes, and we had to turn back. It was quite an experience. It was literally an explosion. Is that fine, Manit? Uh, I'm here. <laughs> That's good. Oh but, my but after I got over the shock of it, after we landed, had a bottle of Prosecco or two, uh -huh. I went home and told Karma, hey, Thor came to say hi to me. 
and he yeah. really wasn't as hot as he is in the Marvel movies. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, that is terrifying. It was like travel is not stressful enough right now. Oh my gosh, Th- that's it. Now I have yeah um, seen it all. So you've been traveling a lot. And we just talked about this before we got on air. Um, you know, for for a year now, you've been more than a year. You've been running all over, but it's really picking up now. And so things do feel like they're coming back to life. We're kind of learning to operate in new ways, and you know, that hopefully we've tried all the you know the pivots that had to be pivoted, and now we're sort of like finding some equilibrium, right? So what like now for the folks on your team, and how are you feeling about? bringing people back in and, and what is the road ahead or um, where are you now? You know, I think the one thing which I learned through this entire process was that um, like people keep on saying what's next. And to me, what is next is making sure that our foundation is strong because only then we can figure out what the next step is. And uh, right now, that's what we are doing. So uh, we are open for dinners, uh, you know, f- uh, five days a week. Uh, Chohan is open seven days. Uh, we are slowly getting brunch back. Once the offices start opening, we'll start doing the lunch business again. We have started getting a lot of our team members back. So slowly and steadily, we are building that foundation back. You're somebody who, through your career, has really nurtured other people coming up in the space and opening their own restaurants. And I just think about you know, the, the joy that I had of meeting the guys from The Mockingbird and how you've been just an incredible mentor and supported all these folks. So I'm so glad that they're coming back onto the team and that you are you know, going to be able to keep carrying that forward. It's a family. Like, this is a crazy industry. You need to have a little bit of crazy in you, or a lot if it comes to me. But that being said... You know, it's it's everybody. It's it's the, it's the family. It's the fact that I can walk into my kitchen, uh, you know, and be happy about it. That I can walk into the kitchen. And I'm like, good morning, everyone. I actually um, have designated my role as being the mood lifter for everybody, and that's that's what I do. I, I mean, just sitting here with you, we can feel <laughs> that it's such a privilege to just be in your space. Uh, so that's incredible, and I, I wonder who. Sort of who does that for you or who do you turn to professionally also, uh, you know, we've all had to figure out a lot in the last couple of years. So are there people or resources that you turn to for advice or knowledge as we navigate this changing world? Everyone, everyone, because, you know, everybody gets a very unique perspective. Uh, and uh, to me, the biggest thing that I've learned is always to keep your ears open because there is always something that you'll learn in each and every moment. Like the amazing music that we are listening to right now. I'm like, I have arrived. This is my entrance music. Yes. 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 Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But, but that's, I think that's the fun part about it is um, like um, my husband and I, we are business partners, Vivek and me, and uh, we do not think alike. We are yin and yang, right? That's what it is. And we have a lot of fights about that. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. And in, But in the end of the day, we listen to each other. And uh, that's amazing to have that synergy just to be bouncing off each other. So that foundation. Are there one or two things you'd really like to see the restaurant industry adopt now? I think uh, one of the biggest things is to take better care of your entire team. For the longest time, I mean, even when I started, 
you know it was like $7 an hour right so i do think uh, that uh, to take better care of the team uh, and to realize uh, to realize how important they are because without your team you have no business that's it and that everyone Amen. plays an integral part Absolutely. you know at the time it might not seem seem like it but actually everyone is necessary in order to me to- i to me like and i encourage each and every person to work on each and every station including dishwashing to me the biggest thing is that if anybody in my team ever re- disrespects a dishwasher i'm like i'm sorry you can't be a part of our team because they work so hard and there are times i just roll up my sleeves i'm like let's do this and that's the time you appreciate and and i think appreciation of your entire team is so important right here in addition to appreciation what do you think that in general hospitality workers need the most right now i definitely think that training right uh, they they needs to be uh, training because for more often than not what i see is like they are thrown into a situation and they're like figure it out and if we train them then we are you know arming them for success and that is important and also the fact is like i always encourage my team members that i don't want you to be here with me all you know like forever no matter how good you are i want you to travel the world i want you to work with other chefs i want you to learn and make your repertoire stronger right and most of these like they go out and they come back right it's like and and that i think is what what makes it uh, amazing so like yeah from springer absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that's beautiful um so what's happening with vivek and the family in nashville this weekend they holding uh, on the fort uh i think there'll be a, i think there is eternals in our future uh some cooking and just i think chilling yeah that doesn't happen very often with me I because can't. i'm constantly <laughs> on the road so that the chilling is yes yeah nothing that sounds incredible it sounds so good <laughs> um you've been doing some in addition to the glam reels you've been doing some cooking content on instagram what's fun for you to cook right now you know it's it's really interesting what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to demystify you know um indian cooking everybody thinks that it's so complicated it has got so many ingredients so i'm um i i just the reels that i make are just dishes that i cook at home that's what we have for dinner so it's it's nothing out there and i'm like okay this is what it is it's four spices and you go ahead and you make it so th- that is my goal to make like to to s- to make people excited about cooking and not be afraid of spices. Mm-hmm. And you've got a tray with all your spices right there. It's not like a big ordeal to go find everything. You just keep it out. Absolutely. I mean, I can't live without my masala dabba, my spice box. Yes. I actually I actually traveled with it. I'm going to I'll, I'm going to be having that for my demo. So I'll show that around. Oh, oh please post a picture. Oh, yes, I will. What are some of the other spices that you wish people didn't feel nervous about using. Uh, I yeah. go I go to the same ones time and time again. Like I have my beautiful spice cabinet courtesy often of 
um, what my friends at Heritage Radio have sent me at times, and yet I always sort of go back to the same one. So I think one of the one of the very underappreciated spices is a chaat masala. So chaat masala is predominantly dried mango powder, so it's got this wonderful tart flavor, and it's got Indian rock salt, which has a little bit of a sulfuric or a garlicky flavor to it. So it's one of my favorite spices, and I'm not saying that because my new cookbook um, available everywhere cookbooks are sold i'm just kidding it's called chat <laughs> never let an opportunity go but it is um it is it's just it's the ultimate finishing salt right like you do fries you make a salad just finish it with chaat masala and you're in a happy place i didn't think i was going to be hungry again so quickly today but i am you've done it <laughs> give me a few more minutes i'll work on that Amazing. So now I think we just need to decide, are we going to see you in Nashville next time? Or are you going to come to New York? <laughs> Which I vote do? for Nashville. I yes. really, really, really want to go Nashville. back to Shohan. I need yes. that Pani Puri in my oh, life. Yes. I need to get back there. Oh my God, I served Pani Puri yesterday. Oh, I, I wish, wish I'd I gotten some over <laughs> here for you. We should, I think next year for Charleston, a wine and food festival, let's have a Pani Puri eating competition. <gasps> oh, That's yes. A great idea. I will I take will you all down. I that. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Be very afraid. I know. My I'm sister ready. and I used to do that as kids. Really? We would compete. I had 12, I had 16, come home with a stomachache and oh, could never yeah. tell our no. parents why. You're all going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so excited. It's on. Bring it it's on. on. Okay. <laughs> well, with that, thank you so much, Manit, for joining us. This is our coverage live from Charleston Wine and Food 2022, back together. We're so grateful to the festival for having HRN back in the Culinary Village. This is our sixth year in a row being here. You can listen to all of our coverage on Heritage Radio Network on tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.